0: Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feigles, and thank you as always for listening in. As y'all know, this is a place for all the real feels and fun chats, whether it's with the guests in an interview, conversation style, or in these mini solo episodes with me, yours truly. I want this content to leave you feeling inspired, empowered, curious, or just Good and content with life. I know what it feels like to be lonely, to feel lost and confused, to struggle with an eating disorder, with chronic health, to stress about money and relationships, to feel overwhelmed, and so forth, and so forth. All the fun experiences, am I right? But whatever you're feeling right now, whatever you're going through, I just want you to remember that you're never alone and I know that sounds cliche. I know that's cheesy. You can roll your eyes if you want, but it really is true and if there's one thing I've learned through podcasting as a host and through listening to lots of podcasts and just embarking on this crazy experience of life in general, it is that, I don't know, I think so many of us do feel isolated and alone in our struggles and experiences and I know for me, the most growth and transformation happened in my life when I realized that I wasn't in fact alone or the only one, and it was through listening to podcasts. So I just always hope that these episodes can be that way for you. But anyways, that being aside, a little gratitude check moment there for you all. (laughs) I wanted to start the solo off with just some life updates and lessons learned along the way actually just two major ones and i think these are moments that upon further reflection i was able to draw a more basic connection understanding from so that it becomes something that i think a lot more people could resonate to than just the very specific life update and you'll see what i mean as i discuss and talk about them but to start off we'll go with work As you know from, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow along on here, I've been serving at Two Hands Cafe here in Austin, Texas for about 10 months now. I got the job two weeks after I moved here to Austin, which is like a crazy story in itself how I found the job and is just proof to me that I was very much so divinely guided there. But anyway, got the job two weeks after I moved here. My life was an absolute fucking shit show. Like, I had four jobs already, and then I was like, oh, let me pick up a serving job. It was the restaurant opening, so I was part of the opening crew. Like, we opened this restaurant from day one of business, and it's this beautiful Australian-inspired cafe on the most glamorous avenue in Austin, Texas. The restaurant themselves, Two Hands Cafe, started in New York, actually, with our owner-founder, Henry, and then Austin was the first outbranch, and it was, like, their first full-service large scale restaurant, barista bar, food, everything. And so like I said, we opened it from the ground up. And I've just loved it since day one. I love the food. I really love the food. (laughs) I love the people I work with the environment. And because of all of that, and plus with my work ethic and my dedication to the place, I mean, I've been there for 10 months, and I've lived there as many hours of the week as I live at my apartment. So it's essentially a second home. Uh, I've just formed a great relationship and connection to not only the place and the environment and the entire energy of the restaurant, but with, um, everyone I work with from the beginning and those are my managers. And so because of that and my work ethic and all that, um, I've been promoted to service manager. So I'm officially in management and it's just crazy. Like even saying the words out loud, I'm like, Hmm what? Like, what? (laughs) And I mean, if you just would have told me that being at, for me to be 21 years old with no college education, no formal training, no expectations at all, that I would be helping manage such a successful restaurant and soon-to-be chain of restaurants, you know, all over the place, like, I would have laughed in your face. And it took me a long time to even accept that this could be a possibility and then to accept that it was a possibility and then to accept the position (laughs) like I and I'm not saying this to boast and brag right like I you guys know that's not me but I'm saying it because I firmly believe these are the type of things that when you share it can act as a form of expansion for any of you listening like it has been so much of what I've gone after and created and done with my life in the past two years might have been ambitious, but it's because I saw others do that. I heard about their stories, their experiences, and I said to myself, I want that. And then I was willing to do whatever it took to get that. And so that's just what this experience is. And why it took me just like so long to even accept the position and the responsibilities and the concept that I could do this is because I was just so afraid I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of letting people down. I had all these limiting beliefs. I had stories I was telling myself in my mind of why I couldn't do it and why I wasn't a good fit. I had so many stories and limiting beliefs just spinning, spinning, spinning. And it wasn't until I expressed these, you know, concerns with my friends that are also the other, you know, managers and various positions in the restaurant that they each pointed out to me that I've already been doing this, right? Like I've, already been stepping up in the last few months and acting as like a lead server and I've already been taking the subconscious steps towards a higher position and doing more I just didn't realize it right and that's so often how these things in life turn out is that whether you know what you want or not if you just are following like a gut feeling or what you know to feel good or what you know feels right for you which for me at the time I didn't know what I wanted at two hands I just knew that I fucking love it there. Like, I've always loved it there. Yes, there are hard times, and there are times where I'm just like, screw this all. <laughs> but for the majority, like, I've just felt such a pull and connection to the place. And so I've stuck with it. I've kept doing the work. I've kept improving. I kept doing all these things, not knowing where it would lead, not having an expectation. And then here we are. And so it's just crazy to me that so many of us, right, myself included, have these fears and these limiting beliefs and these stories that we tell ourselves. And they truly do hold us back in life. Like you can do anything you set your mind to. Nothing is off limits. And I've had so many guests come on here and share their own story and say the same thing. And most of the time I ask them, did you have limiting beliefs? Did you have fears going into this or before it or around it? And they all say yes. But what happens at the end of the day is that they find a way to push past, move through those fears, those limiting beliefs, where they have amazing people or opportunities in their life that show them that they don't need to listen to those false narratives in their mind, right? And I always have hoped that their experiences reflect on you just as I'm sharing now. You are more than any one label, any one degree, any one box that you feel is placed around your life. You are not meant, your life is not meant to be confined to this one path to this one box built around you by the confines of society. Like I want you to be curious and to ask questions and to try new things. Put yourself out there, connect, network, work in the way that is most natural to you because in that you will identify your strengths, you will highlight them and then you will shatter that glass box that is holding you back. It might start as little like little nicks in the glass little, little, little pecks in the glass, you know, little things you do, and those will start spiderweb and spiderweb some more, and the cracks will expand and go around. And the next thing you know, like that moment comes when you say yes, you do the thing, you accept you, whatever it is, like that one moment that you can then reflect back on and say, that was the moment that my glass box shattered. That was the moment that I started down a new path or expanded my mind it, that is the moment of growth, right? And this could sound dramatic, but that's just me being the wordsmith that I am. <laughs> I put a dramatic flair into everything and y'all should know this if you listen to the pod. But I want that to just be that reflection and I want it to be something that hits home with you, right? And all of this, all that I'm saying, right? It could relate to work, relationships, a passion, a hobby, a fear, a hope, a dream, so many things in life. For me, it was my limiting beliefs around my lack of college education and formal training that almost held me back from pursuing so many various paths that I've now gone on and have led me to so many exciting directions and opportunities. And that realization of how many times I, you, we let fear of failure, judgment, or limiting beliefs hold us back from what we truly desire or deserve in life. Like now that I think on that and realize that, that scares me more than trying. And I feel so happy that I've gotten to a point in my life where I am my natural instinct is that I would rather try and fail because I don't think failure, quote unquote, is actually something like it at all. Like like I don't even usually use the word fail or failure because I think everything is just a lesson to be learned. It is an opportunity for growth. So I would rather try and fail in quotes by societal standards and grow from it learn from it and come back stronger than never try at all and I have people in my life that are the exact opposite and I understand I know it's scary it takes a lot right like there's more that goes into it especially if trying has if taking this leap if trying has to do with finances if it has to do with this or that but I mean at the end of the day I think it comes down to questioning like what's the worst that could happen? And to really think like, what is the worst that could happen? And could I bounce back from that? And I think most of the times, the answer is yes. And we're just a little afraid to admit it, because that means we then have to try. So I'll leave it at that. just want you to think on that. And if you're currently going through an experience like this, where you know, you're just really feeling confined, you're kind of curious about something, you want to make a leap, you want to try, you're curious, there's potential, there's opportunity, but you're feeling a little held back, you feel like you're kind of stuck in this glass box, like let's connect, let's chat, you can DM me on Instagram at any time, and I always love when I get people to say like, oh, I'm not so sure about college, or I have this transition coming up in work, or something about the podcast, whatever it is, like I, I love having those conversations with y'all, because I didn't have anyone to have those conversations with as I was working through this and as I currently am working through this. And so it's only been in the past few months that I found those people I could have those conversations with (laughs) and it feels so good. And so if I can be that for you, then by all means, send it. But so yeah, point one done. If I got a little rambly there, it's just because I'm excited. I get worked up and then I'm going off. But on to number two, that is relationships, or relationship, I should say, singular. (laughs) But anywho, in my last solo episode, I mentioned that there was this guy that I was semi-seeing. I don't know if I'd call it a relationship. We weren't together that long, but it felt very good. We connected very well, I thought so, and I think so from his end too. But then we weren't seeing each other. We still aren't, you know, and In my last episode, I brought up all the body image stuff I was going through. Well, now in this little mini episode, I just wanted to give an update on a really neat experience I had when it comes to empowerment and specifically self-empowerment. And so fast forward since the last time I shared, and it's been about two weeks since he and I decided to, you know, kind of break things off, but stay friends. And at first, this decision was really tearing my heart up. Like I was writing all the sad girl poetry, I was just down in the dumps, and it's just because that even though we ended on such mutual terms of this is for the best, I just still really liked him. Like he was everything that I really thought I wanted in a guy, any like past kind of like thoughts I had of like, oh this would be like the dream guy, it was like pretty much what he was, and I just had a lot of excitement built up in me of what could have been. Right, And so it was hard for me to just all of a sudden be like, oh, we're no longer a thing, but we're just going to be friends, so you're going to be in my life, but I can't feel this way about you. And I just felt very powerless of like, why do I still care for him so much? Why can't I just let him go? Blah, 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 blah. And so I just was feeling all sorts of ways. And then during this time, I happened to chat with a new friend here in Austin with my therapist, with a podcast guest, Holly, you'll hear her soon. She's a Reiki practitioner and all sort of brought up this experience of feeling like our sense of power, our sense of power in general, and how it connects to the solar plexus, which is part of the chakra system, I believe. And the solar plexus connects to our sense of, or our internal power source. And when your solar plexus is disturbed, when there's been an event or a circumstance or an experience that makes you feel powerless, right, like that messes up the solar plexus, like it's unbalanced, and some can, some believe that that can correlate to like gut and other areas of your body, and it was just odd to me that I was experiencing, before I even knew of the solar plexus and that connection to feeling of powerlessness, whatever, I was experiencing some of these like digestive and other body symptoms that I then learned relate to that sensation so you know if that's too woo woo for you fine don't think about it but for me I was kind of curious so because of that I started reflecting I was like well in the end of June I had gone home and felt such a like snap back to my old life my past I felt so powerless so out of my element versus how I feel here in Austin That the whole trip home, you know, like while it got better and I loved it and I got to see family, it did really put me in a weird space of like almost losing my sense of power that I've gained since moving here to Austin. Then I came back from that trip, still feeling kind of blue, kind of out of sorts in a sense, and then ended up breaking things off with this guy I really liked, right? And like I said, it was a mutual decision, but I was still at the mindset of like, well, I'd want to try things out. I really had all these feelings wrapped up in him. And so to just sort of like all of a sudden be done, I once more felt this lack of control, this sense of like powerlessness. And it just felt like my energy was just stumbling around, like trying to recalibrate for a solid two weeks in the end of June, beginning of July. And so when these people, you know, in my life brought up the solar plexus, sense of power, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh shit. My gut issues, my feelings, all of this is this sense of powerlessness. And so I knew I needed to do something. I just do not know what. So one night, I was feeling all sorts of feelings after... <laughs> okay, so this might have been... This might sound stupid, but it, it all worked out, right? Like, we're, I'm still great friends with this guy. But I agreed to go to this birthday dinner and live podcast event with this friend, Semi ex, And while I was happy, I'd be seeing him. I'm also like, this is going to be hard. Like, there are much more ways, you know, <laughs> there were ways in the past I thought we were going to be spending your birthday, and now we're just going to be doing it, like, being there as friends, blah, blah, blah. So I was feeling all the feels, sad girl vibes to the extreme, and that night I went to sleep, it was like, or I was going to bed, it's about 11 p.m., and I'm laying there, and Timber's laying right beside me, this big old, like, 85-pound dog with his head on my chest. I just felt very, like, comforted and supported, and I, I think I, like, just journaled, or I did something, so I was feeling kind of calm. And I was like, you know what? I just need to let this guy go. And so I'm laying there in bed, starting to get like sleep delirious, caught in between the haze between dream and reality. And I just suddenly felt this like urge to speak as though I was channeling this message from some inner knowing. Don't know where these words came from, but for the next 10 minutes, I like went on and on, like telling a story to myself and Timber in like poetic stances of like all the ways that I... Believe love should and will feel like for me in this life. What my love will feel like, what my love will treat me like, what my love will think of me like, and what it will be like to be loved in that way. And this was like the ultimate, most intense list. It wasn't even a list, like I said, it was a practical novella of what this person, this guy, will be like in my life. You know, not just a body, not just characteristics, but of this like experience of love and I know that sounds cheesy and cliche and maybe stupid and some of you like you're probably like what the fuck but like I just I don't think so like it was so powerful and I still like afterwards I felt like I snapped out of something I was like what the fuck was that like timber was in a daze I was just like what just happened there (laughs) and I don't know I just like reflecting on it later I was just like I think so many of us myself included are afraid to really like Dive deep into what true love feels like, or we is like going to be like for us in this life because it's that's harder, right? Like, I could find so many great guys that I could probably be with for a while or for my life and just be like perfectly fine and content and have an amazing life with. But then I also think there's this level of love and true love and going to that level can be harder it can take more time or it could just take more self and in- I don't I don't even know like I don't know the full of what I'm saying here but I'm just saying like I think like I've always felt afraid of like diving that deep and almost like more content with just sort of settling versus I don't even know seem like stumbling a bit here because I'm like this is all such new territory and I think a lot of us could probably relate in that sense. But anyway, so I just keep, I finished speaking. I fell asleep with such peace of, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing, but we're just meant to be friends. I'm not right for him and he's not right for me on this level, at least. Chat about it in therapy. And then I just come to this realization, like right before, and then the night of this like birthday dinner and everything with him and our mutual friends, like this whole time, a, all my life, and then B, specifically with this guy, I've been thinking that, like, I'd be lucky if a guy of this standard was into me. If a guy like him, who is so handsome, so kind, so open minded, into spirituality, into meditation, into all these things that I just never thought I'd find in a guy, if he was into me, then, like, if I let him go, I'll never get that again. Or if I do, like, I'll have to morph myself in some way. Because with this guy, I felt like he saw all of my chaos all the beautiful chaos of my life. And for right now, it was just like too much for him. That's okay. Right? Like, that's okay. Someone should not have to shrink to be with someone. And someone else needs to have their boundaries of I can only take on so much. And if I'm like this massive amount of beautiful chaos right now in my life, like that's not right for everybody. And so I had this mindset of like, A, I'm lucky he's with me. And B, moving on like i'll have to shrink to be with somebody else and having the realization of like holy fuck that's such bullshit like neither of those are true um emily <laughs> like what what having that realization hit me like a bullet like a mini mind explosion in my mind an epiphany true light bulb moment of i am deserving of so much more i am worthy of so much more than I give myself credit for. And I will find a love that is just like meant for me and that is able to fully encompass and add to this beautiful chaos that is me and my life. And just, oh my gosh, like it's been a week now of having this realization. And the potential just feels endless now of like, I don't feel like I am confined to this one way of thinking or being with someone anymore because I just know that what is right will find me now that I'm starting to fully step into my power, now that I'm fully starting to fully accept like who I am and what I'm deserving of in this life. And I know there's still work to do. There's still realizations to have, still more walls to break down, still more like limiting beliefs to work through. But this is a great start. (laughs) This is the most of a start I've made ever in my entire life. And so that feels really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm still struggling with body image and some financial stuff and (laughs) work projects and working too much and health things and, you know, all that fun stuff as mentioned in the beginning, but, but at least I've had these silver linings come out of some sucky past few weeks. And I just wanted to share because there has to be at least one of you out there that has experiences in the past you are experiencing it or you will and i just want to be like of any help that i can be as you work through it or as you will be working through it i don't know i've yet to find too many people like talking about this and not saying that people aren't but i'm just saying a lot of the people that you know i love and follow and listen to in my life like they're already in an amazing relationship or they're not currently like looking or whatever it is. And so it's just sometimes hard for me to find people I resonate that are openly like working through and talking through this shit. And of course, I always want to respect people's privacy. Thankfully, like I'm not sharing these, like this guy or any guy in the future, whatever on Instagram, like in the public. So their identity is safe. But, um, I just, I think it's neat to share these experiences and, to reflect on them in a little while when things are different, and to just be there to help any of you that need it right now. So I know this was a bit of a rambly episode, but there's just a lot of excitement, a lot of neat things that popped up for me, and I wanted to share in the hopes that they resonate, or connect, or provide comfort, or get even one of you thinking. So let me know if that is the case, or what you'd like to hear more of moving forward, you know, I love to connect. The DMs are always open on Instagram at Emily Feichels and at Let's Thrive Podcast, linked below. As always, you can share with a friend if you think they would like the show. You can share it on Instagram. You can leave it right in your view. These are all free ways to support the show. And, you know, it is something that takes a lot of work and time. And, you know, I pay for an editor and yet I make no money off of it which is perfectly fine perfectly fine I do this all for you but moving forward you know it is something that I do need to really work to prioritize how does it fit into my life moving forward as I continue to take on more and more exciting opportunities so any and all support is appreciated love to connect you know the drill and thank you as always for listening I'll talk to you all next time Bye.